You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of the Pulse and the Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit BigBibleRead.com. Leviticus chapter 12. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites, when a woman produces offspring and bears a male child, she will be unclean seven days, as she is unclean during the days of her menstruation. On the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin must be circumcised. Then she will remain 33 days in blood purity. She must not touch anything holy, and she must not enter the sanctuary until the days of her purification are fulfilled. If she bears a female child, she will be impure 14 days, as during her menstrual flow, and she will remain 66 days in blood purity. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, she must bring a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a sin offering to the entrance of the meeting tent to the priest. The priest is to present it before the Lord and make atonement on her behalf, and she will be clean from her flow of blood. This is the law of the one who bears a child, for the male or the female child. If she cannot afford a sheep, then she must take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and one for a sin offering, and the priest is to make atonement on her behalf, and she will be clean. Chapter 13 The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, When someone has a swelling or a scab or a bright spot on the skin of his body that may become a diseased infection, he must be brought to Aaron the priest or one of his sons, the priests. The priest must examine the infection on the skin of the body, and if the hair in the infection has turned white and the infection appears to be deeper than the skin of the body, then it is a diseased infection. So when the priest examines it, he must pronounce the person unclean. If it is a white, bright spot on the skin of his body, but does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and the hair is not turned white, then the priest is to quarantine the person with the infection for seven days. The priest must then examine it on the seventh day, and if, as far as he can see, the infection has stayed the same and has not spread on the skin, then the priest is to quarantine the person for another seven days. The priest must then examine it again on the seventh day, and if the infection has faded and has not spread on the skin, then the priest is to pronounce the person clean. It is a scab, so he must wash his clothes and be clean. If, however, the scab is spreading further on the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his purification, then he must show himself to the priest a second time. The priest must then examine it, and if the scab is spread on the skin, then the priest is to pronounce the person unclean. It is a disease. When someone has a diseased infection, he must be brought to the priest. The priest will then examine it, and if the white swelling is on the skin, it has turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling. It is a chronic disease on the skin of his body, so the priest is to pronounce him unclean. The priest must not merely quarantine him, for he is unclean. If, however, the disease breaks out on the skin, so that the disease covers all the skin of the person with the infection from his head to his feet, as far as the priest can see, the priest must then examine it, and if the disease covers his whole body, He is to pronounce the person with the infection clean. He has turned all white, so he is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears in it, he will be unclean. So the priest is to examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. It is diseased. If, however, the raw flesh once again turns white, then he must come to the priest. The priest will then examine it. And if the infection is turned white, the priest is to pronounce the person with the infection clean. He is clean. When someone's body has a boil on its skin and it heals, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling or a reddish-white bright spot, he must show himself to the priest. The priest will then examine it. 
And if it appears to be deeper than the skin, and its hair is turned white, then the priest has pronounced the person unclean. It is a diseased infection that has broken out in the boil. If, however, the priest examines it, and there is no white hair in it, it is not deeper than the skin, and it is faded, then the priest is to quarantine him for seven days. If it is spreading further on the skin, then the priest is to pronounce him unclean. It is an infection. But if the bright spot stays in its place and has not spread, it is a scar of the boil, so the priest is to pronounce him clean. When a body has a burn on its skin, and the raw area of the burn becomes a reddish white or a white bright spot, the priest must examine it. And if the hair has turned white at the bright spot and it appears to be deeper than the skin, it is a disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest is to pronounce the person unclean. It is a diseased infection. If, however, the priest examines it and there is no white hair in the bright spot, it is not deeper than the skin and it is faded. Then the priest is to quarantine him for seven days. The priest must then examine it on the seventh day. And if it is spreading further on the skin, then the priest is to pronounce him unclean. It is a diseased infection. But if the bright spot stays in its place, has not spread on the skin, and it is faded, then it is the swelling of the burn. So the priest is to pronounce him clean because it is the scar of the burn. When a man or woman has an infection on the head or in the beard, the priest is to examine the infection. And if it appears to be deeper than the skin and the hair in it is reddish yellow and thin, then the priest is to pronounce the person unclean. It is skull, a disease of the head or the beard. But if the priest examines the skull infection and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin and there is no black hair in it, then the priest is to quarantine the person with the skull infection for seven days. The priest must examine the infection on the seventh day. And if the skull has not spread, there is no reddish yellow hair in it and the skull does not appear to be deeper than the skin. Then the individual is to shave himself, but he must not shave the area affected by the skull, and the priest is to quarantine the person with the skull for another seven days. The priest must then examine the skull on the seventh day, and if the skull is not spread on the skin, and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, then the priest is to pronounce him clean, so he is to wash his clothes and be clean. If, however, the skull spreads further on the skin after his purification, then the priest is to examine it, and if the skull has spread on the skin, the priest is not to search further for reddish-yellow hair. The person is unclean. If, as far as the priest can see, the skull has stayed the same and black hair has sprouted in it, the skull has been healed. The person is clean, so the priest is to pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has bright spots, white bright spots on the skin of their body, the priest is to examine them, and if the bright spots on the skin of their body are faded white, it is a harmless rash that is broken out on the skin. The person is clean. When a man's head is bare so that he is balding in back, he is clean. If his head is bare on the forehead so that he is balding in front, he is clean. But if there is a reddish-white infection in the back or front bald area, it is a disease breaking out in his back or front bald area. The priest is to examine it, and if the swelling of the infection is reddish-white in the back or the front bald area, like the appearance of a disease on the skin of the body, he is a diseased man. He is unclean. The priest must surely pronounce him unclean because of his infection on his head. As for the diseased person who has the infection, his clothes must be torn, the hair of his head must be unbound, he must cover his mustache, and he must call out, unclean, unclean. The whole time he has the infection, he will be continually unclean. He must live in isolation, and his place of residence must be outside the camp. When a garment has a diseased infection in it, when a garment has a diseased infection in it, whether a wool or linen garment 
or on the warp or woof of the linen or the wool, or in the leather or anything made of leather, if the infection in the garment or leather or warp or woof of any article of leather is yellowish-green or reddish, it is a diseased infection, and it must be shown to the priest. The priest is to examine and then quarantine the article with the infection for seven days. He must then examine the infection on the seventh day. If the infection has spread in the garment, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in the leather, whatever the article into which the leather was made, the infection is a malignant disease. It is unclean. He must burn the garment, or the warp, or the woof, whether wool or linen, or any article of leather which has the infection in it. Because it is a malignant disease, it must be burned up in the fire. But if the priest examines it, and the infection is not spread in the garment, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in any article of leather, the priest is to command that they wash whatever has the infection and quarantine it for another seven days. The priest must then examine it after the infection has been washed out. And if the infection has not changed its appearance, even though the infection is not spread, it is unclean. You must burn it up in the fire. It is a fungus, whether on the back side or the front side of the article. But if the priest has examined it and the infection has faded after it has been washed, he is to tear it out of the garment or the leather or the warp or the woof. Then if it still appears again in the garment or the warp or the woof or in any article of leather, it is an outbreak. Whatever has the infection in it, you must burn up in the fire. But the garment or the warp or the woof of any article of leather which you wash and infection disappears from it, it is to be washed a second time and it will be clean. This is the law of the diseased infection in the garment of wool or linen or the warp or woof or of any article of leather for pronouncing it clean or unclean. Mark 2. Now after some days when he returned to Capernaum, the news spread that he was at home. So many gathered that there was no longer any room, not even by the door, and he preached the word to them. Some people came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four of them. When they were not able to bring him in because of the crowd, they removed the roof above Jesus. Then, after tearing it out, they lowered the stretcher the paralytic was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the experts in the law were sitting there, turning these things over in their minds. Why does this man speak this way? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Now immediately, when Jesus realized in his spirit that they were contemplating such thoughts, he said to them, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Stand up, take your stretcher, and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, stand up, take your stretcher, and go home. And immediately the man stood up, took his stretcher, and went out in the front of them all. They were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Jesus went out again by the sea. The whole crowd came to see him, and he taught them. As he went along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. Follow me, he said to him, and he got up and followed him. As Jesus was having a meal in Levi's home, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the experts in the law and the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to Jesus, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, Those who are healthy don't need a physician, but those who are sick do. I have not come to call on the righteous, but sinners. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. So they came to Jesus and said, Why do the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? 
Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they do not fast. But the days are coming when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and at that time they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the patch pulls away from it. The new from the old, and the tear becomes worse. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the skins will be destroyed. Instead, new wine is poured into new wineskins. Jesus was going through the grain fields on a Sabbath, and his disciples began to pick some heads of wheat as they made their way. So the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is against the law on a Sabbath? He said to them, Have you ever read what David did when he was in need and he and his companions were hungry? How he entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the sacred bread, which is against the law for any but the priest to eat, and gave it to his companions? Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for people, not people for the Sabbath. For this reason the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Psalm 44, for the music director by the Korahites, a well-written song. O God, we have clearly heard, our ancestors have told us what you did in their days in ancient times. You, by your power, defeated nations and settled our fathers on their land. You crushed the people living there and enabled our ancestors to occupy it. For they did not conquer the land by their swords, and they did not prevail by their strength, but rather by your power, strength, and good favor, for you were partial to them. You are my king, O God. Decree Jacob's deliverance. By your power we will drive back our enemies. By your strength we will trample down our foes. For I do not trust in my bow, and I do not prevail by my sword. For you deliver us from our enemies. You humiliate those who hate us. In God we boast all day long, and we will continually give thanks to your name. Selah. But you rejected and embarrassed us. You did not go into battle with our armies. You made us retreat from the enemy. Those who hate us take whatever they want from us. You handed us over like sheep to be eaten. You scattered us among the nations. You sold your people for a pittance. You did not ask a high price for them. You made us an object of disdain to our neighbors. Those who live on our borders taunt and insult us. You make us an object of ridicule among the nations. Foreigners treat us with contempt. All day long I feel humiliated and am overwhelmed with shame before the vindictive enemy who ridicules and insults me. All this has happened to us, even though we have not rejected you or violated your covenant with us. We have not been unfaithful, nor have we disobeyed your commands. Yet you have battered us, leaving us a heap of ruins overrun by wild dogs. You have covered us with darkness. If we had rejected our God and spread out our hands in prayer to another God, would not God discover it, for he knows a person's secret thoughts? Yet because of you we are killed all day long. We are treated like sheep at the slaughtering block. Rouse yourself. Why do you sleep, O Lord? Wake up, do not reject us forever. Why do you look the other way and ignore the way we are oppressed and mistreated? For we lie in the dirt with our bellies pressed to the ground. Rise up and help us, rescue us because of your loyal love. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.